Welcome to a new episode of the Apostolic and Prophetic Podcast. Last week there was no uh, upload. I didn't have the time, but I will try to do so every weekend. Okay, I would like to continue with the series we started to talk about money because it is a very important topic in the Bible and also in our world in our daily lives and Jesus was also talking about that topic and that's why it is important that we understand what the Bible is saying about it not just a few verses but what the whole Bible has to say about that topic because as it is written in Psalm 119 verse 160 The entirety of your word is truth. Hallelujah. So we need to see the entire scripture and what it says about money, finances, debt, giving, lending, and all these topics to have a clear picture that we know uh, what kind of attitude God wants us to have towards money, finances, and material things. Okay, because in Luke, Jesus was saying in chapter 16 that if we are faithful with money, then he can entrust us the real riches. Or the exact words are, he who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much. And he who is unjust in what is least is unjust also in much. Therefore, if you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your trust the true riches? Hallelujah. So, we need to be faithful with money. And faithful not in the way of the world, but faithful in the way of God. And that's why I would like to continue today with a very important topic, what I think everyone um, has where everyone has experience with it and this is debt what is the bible saying about debt since god is actually in the debt forgiving business you could say jesus was forgiving all our debt all our sins but in other words also all our debt because god needs to make a new start in our lives he is forgiving us because i mean this there was also um i think this um, one bishop in south africa when uh, there was this reconciliation process after the apartheid regime between the white uh, south africans and the black south africans and one bishop he said there that without forgiveness there is no new beginning And this is the thing, it's forgiveness in personal relationships, also there is a new beginning, we are a new creation in Christ Jesus because he forgave all our sins. He made a clean, clear cut and we are starting a new life with him. And this is the same also with debt, when you are indebted, highly indebted and a lot of people 
uh, in the Western world, in many countries, are very high indebted. They bought their house on debt. They bought their car on debt. They bought their furniture, some of them on debt. Some even uh, take debt to go on a holiday or to t buy everyday uh, items or if something breaks, uh, a washing machine, they are taking uh, it on debt. So when you are indebted, you cannot... You could say God cannot uh, start something new in your life. He cannot uh, put you, you could say, in certain ways on his track, uh, that uh, on his plan, because you are actually serving another master. You are serving another master. You have to pay off your debt. Otherwise, you maybe lose your house. So you maybe are in a job where you don't want even to be, where you even feel this is not maybe even the job God wants you to do. You are doing things and saying yes to things because you want to keep this job, even you don't have peace um, because you need uh, the money to pay uh, off your debt uh, and to not, how to say, um, lose your house, for example, or your car or whatever it is. And this is a very, very important topic because God doesn't want us to approach these things like the world. Yeah, In the world, people are saying you, okay, why are you not buying a house? Um, you can get the money from the bank because you have uh, maybe a, a proper contract, work contract, unlimited contract. You uh, cannot be easily fired least in germany it is like this so it would make perfect uh, sense if you for example work for public administration you have an unlimited contract every bank is willing to give you uh, hundreds of thousands uh, to buy your house or the same you want a new car and you cannot afford this car so you are going to the bank and the bank is more than willing if you have a um, proper work contract to give you that money the question is does god want us to take that and the clear and simple answer is no he doesn't there are very rare circumstances and uh, you could say um, exceptional situation where it might be necessary to take that but in general god doesn't want us to be indebted because god wants us to be free jesus came to make us free that's why he said you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free and also in the ten commandments god said i am the lord your god who brought you out of egypt out of the land of slavery he doesn't want us to be slaves and if you are indebted you are a slave you are a slave to the one who gave you the money most of the time, the banks. You are not free. You're not free to choose your job, actually. You're not free in your decisions. Uh, and that means that even when you pray, uh, God cannot really tell you some things because you're not free. And God wants us to be free. So if you want to be used by God more than now, you need to be free from that and let's go a little bit into the scripture and uh, to look what is actually god's plan and if you look in the um, 
fifth book of Moses, Deuteronomy 28, chapter 28, there God was giving a lot of blessings to the children of Israel if they would listen to his voice. And even we are not under the law of Moses anymore. There are spiritual truths also in the Torah, also in the five books of Moses about how God is working and about the kingdom of God. And also it is written, I think, in Hebrews that the old covenant had glory and uh, the new covenant has even much more glory. And uh, that is also related to the promises, you could say, of the old covenant compared to the promises of the new covenant. So in uh, it's not in Hebrews, I was checking it, it's in Second Corinthians. And there is written in chapter 3, verse 9, For if the ministry of condemnation, this is the, the ministry under the law, uh, under the law of Moses, had glory, the ministry of Righteousness exceeds much more in glory. Hallelujah. So that means the, uh, the things God wants to give to his people are under the new covenant even bigger than under the old covenant. And that's why it's important to see also what God was saying and promising under the old covenant. Because here he said clearly in Corinthians that what uh, God wants to give under the new covenant which we have through Jesus is even greater. And if we go now to uh, Deuteronomy chapter 28, you all know this, but I will read a few verses um, from verse 1. Now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments which I command you today that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Hallelujah. So the voice of the Lord your God, you can hear his voice. Like Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. Through the Holy Spirit, you can hear God's voice. Through Jesus' blood, you're reconciled to God. You again uh, have access to God, to the Father. And it's the most natural thing that a father is speaking to his children. And if, uh, God is a father. He speaks to you. You can hear his voice. And if you listen to his voice, this was even under the old covenant, and he's listing all the promises and all the blessings they will have. But there is one uh, in particular, and this is, in verse 13, uh, no, verse 12. The Lord will open to you his good treasure, the heavens, to give the rain to your land in its season and to bless all the work of your hand. You shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. And the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be above only and not be beneath if you heed the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today and are careful to observe them. So the thing is, if God was giving such a great promise or so many promises about how the children of Israel would be blessed if they listen to his voice, if they obey the commandments of the Torah, and uh, how much more 
God is going to bless us and provide for us um, and show us his glory if we listen to his voice under the new covenant. And this is very important. It's not about just um, material blessings. We spoke about this. The kingdom of God is not mainly about that happy, clappy uh, Christianity or coming to Jesus and all your problems are immediately solved. But uh, God is also blessing us in this world. Yes, he said it to the disciples for those When they ask us, what is with us, uh, who left everything for you, and we left our families, and so on. And Jesus said, surely I, I, I tell you, there is no one who leaves father, mother, wife, children, and so on for me and the kingdom's sake. And he will not be rewarded many times in this life with houses, fields, and all these kind of things. So I'm, I'm not saying that... Um, how to say uh, what I'm saying is what Jesus is saying, I will care about your material needs. And and this is very important to know. God doesn't want us to take that. And this is the, the thing in our cultures. It's so normal, so natural. It's everywhere advertised. If you don't have the money uh, to, to buy this car, so then uh, take a, a bank loan. If you don't have money to buy that computer, then take a bank loan. And I did also things in the past when I had no money, when I was a student and I needed a washing machine. I couldn't pay this, uh, whatever, 500, 300 euro at once. I could not. Or I also, when I um, uh, needed a computer for my work, a new lap, uh, laptop or for my studies, I, I could not pay this money in cash. I didn't have the money. But uh, God doesn't want us forever to be in this debt cycle. Yes, There has to be a point where you're going out from this. Or at least a road to you can take that you are going out from this and not... And one thing is that you are not continuously taking on new debt and borrowing money. Because God clearly said, if you listen to him, he will bless you and you will not have to borrow. You can lend to others. And if we then go to the curses, when God speaks about disobedience, he said also, under the old covenant, but it shall come to pass if you do not obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments and his statutes, which I command you today, that all these curses will come upon you and overtake you. And then coming these kind of things. And there's one thing in verse 43, uh, the foreigner or the alien who is among you shall rise higher and higher above you and you shall come down lower and lower. He shall lend to you but you shall not lend to him. He shall be the head and you shall be the tail. Okay. So even this was for Israel. It also shows that uh, about God's principles. If you don't listen to him, you cannot expect overflow in your life. It's as simple as that. If you are not obedient, when God is showing you a certain direction, you cannot expect that supernaturally God's interventions and God's blessings are coming upon you. There's a condition actually also. You need to walk in 
the prepared ways of God because there is everything what you need and all the provisions from God. Okay, and the thing is, it's actually not a blessing if you can get something through debt. A blessing would be if you don't have something, if you don't have the money to buy whatever, a car, and you need one because you're broke down and you're praying and you're saying to God, God, you said in your word, I should not take that. Please help me that I can repair this car. Help us that we don't have to take new debt. Give me uh, maybe a better jo job or uh, help us that you Uh, that we can keep your word and not go into debt. And then if God provides the money you need for this uh, car, whatever, by someone who is moved to give you this, and I experienced this many times, also when I needed to repair my car, I didn't have the money, and I was thinking I need to sell it because uh, I uh, don't have the money to repair it. And uh, then I... Uh, prayed and God said no don't sell it just trust me and uh, I uh, was in one church preaching and then after the service uh, one brother came to me and I didn't say that I need money or that I need to repair my car or whatever I didn't say any of these things he came and g gave me an envelope with, with more than 1000 euros or 1,000 euro, I think it was, 1,000 or 1,200, I don't remember exactly, but he gave me an envelope and he said, God was blessing us so much, our family, I have the impression to give you this. So, and then I could repair the car and continue to uh, or renew this security seal, what is needed in Germany for, for this. You have to do it every second year. But the thing is, I had in this situation to trust God. And this was not easy because, um, how to say, when you don't see the solution, then uh, you're tempted as a human to take the solution the world gives you, to take the solution your, uh, uh, how to say, uh, natural thinking is giving you. Okay, I don't have it, I need to sell the car. Or I don't have it, so I need to borrow. So actually... You as you are um, not allowing God to really bless you if you take the faults, I could say the faults or the fake blessing of the world to take that for your needs or your wishes or whatever it is. And I want to read a few more verses from the Old Testament. It's in Psalm. 37 verse 26 often 25 i have been young and now i am old yet i have not seen the righteous forsaken nor his descendants begging bread verse 26 he is ever merciful and lends and his descendants are blessed so basically you can just lend if you have enough if you are not all the time in debt or it would be let's say bad you are indebted and then you're still lending for others um, and another um, verse is in psalm 112 verse 5 a good man deals graciously and lends he will guide his affairs with discretion surely he will never be shaken the 
the righteous will be in everlasting remembrance. Okay, so like it was written in the Torah, God wants us not to ha have that and to be in a situation where we have to take from others, but he wants us to lend. And maybe you're thinking now, okay, wait a minute, this is all in the Old Testament where it says actually clearly that I should not uh, take that. So it's in Romans chapter 13 in the New Testament, verse 8. Owe no one anything except to love one another. For he who loves another, lo loves another has fulfilled the law or the Torah. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, you shall not covet. And if there is any other commandment, are all summed up in this saying, namely, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Okay, but verse 8, owe no one anything. So this should be our goal. It's no problem if you're in debt now, but just that you know It's not God's will that you are a slave of debt. And the first thing is to repent and to pray to God and to say, God, please forgive me where I was going into debt without end, maybe, or just a little bit, but please forgive me where I was not trusting in you and what you can provide and help me to go out from debt. Help me supernaturally and believe, believe me, I was having a lot of debt by myself. I was in very difficult situation and I had a big student loan also and I also could not even afford to repair my car, like I said, or even when I needed a new washing machine. Uh, it was uh, always like a big disaster. And uh, I was, when I had my first job, I was starting to pay back my debt uh, step by step But really, it was a very big burden also. We had to um, say no for many, many things. We couldn't go on a holiday. We couldn't uh, uh, buy uh, new clothes sometimes for us. Or it was also a big thing when I needed new shoes. And the thing is, it's because of that. And one, when I started actually to pray that God would help me to pay back the debt, then God really intervened and helped me and it was going so quick or much quicker and faster so also pray and ask god that he will give you a plan and help you how to go out from that and you will see god will bless you and will help you and he will speak to you and with this i want to finish Uh, also what we uh, spoke about last time in the previous episode when you will listen to God's voice you are on that place also where Abraham was you're in this place of obedience on the mount or the mountain of the Lord and in Genesis chapter 22 verse 14 I read it again And Abraham called the name of the place, the Lord will provide, as it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. Hallelujah. Yes. And uh, this is the thing. God will bless you like he blessed Abraham if you obey 
his voice. So have a nice week and hear you next time. Shalom. Amen.